Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. You are listening to Any Given Sunday, a part of the Dead End Podcast Network. Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and all other podcasting services. Please make sure you check out Dead End Hip Hop, Dead End Sports, Dead End Gaming, Is the Mic Still On, Chris Platt's Strictly Hip Hop and Hoops Talk, and a host of other shows on our podcast network. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. You are listening to Any Given Sunday for Sunday, March 15th, 2020. I am your host, Manny Brown. What's up, everybody? I usually say hopefully you guys had a happy, safe, blessed week. Uh, it, it takes an extra meaning this week uh, with everything going on in the world. So I hope, I really, really hope that you guys are having a happy, safe, blessed week. Um, glad to be back with another episode of the podcast. Uh, my guest today, good friend of mine, first time on the show uh, really excited about this. Wish it was under better circumstances, obviously. Wish we exactly. wish we had a, a full slate of uh, NBA, NFL, MLB topics to talk about. But unfortunately, the way the, way the world is set up right now, uh, we won't have that to, to talk about, at least in this episode. But uh, my man Devin, uh, from According to Sources, owner and founder of uh, Seneca Athletics, joining us on the podcast for the first time. Dev, what's good, man? Welcome to Any Given Sunday. What's good, man? I am... Super pleasure to be here. I've uh, been waiting to be on here for a long time. We've been pushing this back for a while, but finally we got it popping. Hey, man. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's the, the price of being adults, man. You, you know, you're a father, <laughs> you're a, a business owner, and, and, and you know, you're working nine to five. Same, same for me. So, you know, adulting sometimes gets in the way. But, you know, here we are. Here we are, finally. Yeah, man. Uh, This is going to be a different bit of a show. First of all, we're not going to run that long, obviously. We usually try to run about an hour to hour and a half, but we're not going to run that long. Obviously, uh, we don't have a lot of things to talk about. We do have some sports news to talk about, but, um, you know, new CBA just announced uh, today. So we'll get into that a little bit. But, you know, we're not going to run the you're not going to do a traditional show where we're running for an hour and kind of a myriad of questions and an open flow and conversation. But uh, I feel like we're going to have a good show, man. I feel like, you know, obviously, the number one thing on everybody's mind is the coronavirus and yeah. what's going on and the effect on the world, not just the sports world, but just the world in general. Um, but before we get into that, man, as always, I like to get my first time guest a, a little bit of a few minutes to kind of introduce themselves, give a little bit of uh, insight on their background, who they are, where they started, that sort of thing. So, yeah, man, take these few minutes to kind of introduce yourself to the audience. Got you, man. So I am. Devin, the uh, I I always try to say that I'm the modest version of according to sources, but I'm not. I'm the modest. Yeah, I don't know about that one. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I try to say that when we introduce (laughs) 
when I introduce our brand to uh, somebody that we're trying to get in, in business with, and then they listen to our show, they're like, wait, it's the same guy that I talked to in person to get right, into business. Right. But no, I'm the uh, ratchet version. Um, I am <laughs> completely outlandish and wild on Twitter. Twitter is my, my haven to go absolutely batshit crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, one fourth of the corner source of God according to sources god crew um the uh most prideful thing i guess i can say about myself is you know the business that i own which is seneca athletics it's a fitness and training brand dedicated to helping people locate and enhance the greatness that's already within them work really really hard man to uh get that off the ground and keep it going right now and especially right now it's definitely something i personally think that everybody could use whether they want to you know, personal train or whether they want to, you know, just like I said, locate and enhance the greatness that's already with them. Cause right now it's, it's a really difficult time for a lot of people and you can lose, uh, you know, you can lose focus on what's already great within you and we can get really down. And then, um, other than that, man, yeah, like, like you said, it's, I'm a dad, nine to fiver, work super hard to try to be the best version of me and be greater every day. But I, I, I am ratchet. I that's that's I can't I can't hide that. <laughs> he likes that getting any ratchet, yeah. so that's 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 oh, yeah. that's two right there. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Uh, Light skinned elder barge over here if you follow him on Twitter right here. You know what I mean? But yeah, Mr. Uh, High Yellow. That's it right there. Yeah, Mr. High Yellow. Um, but hey, man, I don't want I don't want you, I know we're doing an abbreviated show, but I don't want to I, I don't want to sell your accomplishments short. So first thing, talk to the users, talk to the listeners, users. There goes my IT. I've been working all damn week. So trust me, if I slip in users instead of listeners, uh, bear with me. Um, <laughs> tell the listeners uh, about according to sources, man. They may not have never checked it out before. Just you know, just oh, basically yeah, kind of give them an under, you know, just just preview that and uh, where they can listen to it and find it, et cetera. Yeah, man. According to sources is a, uh, basically a sports. We try to look at it as like a sports network. Um, Mm -hmm. we started off as a podcast. It was started by my, my best friend, uh, Andre Williams. Um, we really, what we really try to focus on, it's just a group of black men that know so many, you know, facets of sports, whether it be basketball, baseball, football, what have you. And we try to bring a lighter side of sports reporting. Uh, to the sports world and the podcasting world. So what we really try to do is uh, most of our podcasts are, it starts off modest and then it just goes off to be fresh. <laughs> so it's, it's a great show. And then we always try to look at things with, you know, the cool version of everything. And then, nice. uh, But I, like I said, I always try to look at things with according to sources, man. I try to give all the glory to Dre. He is phenomenal man he started this he worked it from the ground up and then really put his he really put his foot in the door going out to try to talk to people try to interview people i mean our first interview on according to sources was with craig hodges like wow craig hodges was blackballed from the nba so that was a big thing for us that's dope that's dope Uh, that's a really good thing and uh take a few minutes to talk about seneca athletics i mean that's the thing that i'm really most interested about obviously i'm a fan of the show i'm a fan of you guys' work but seneca athletics is something that uh, sounds really interesting how did you get that venture off the ground so seneca athletics is a uh like i said it's a fitness and training training brand dedicated to um helping people locate and enhance their greatness through personal training, group training, 
athletic development, and also uh, emotional and spiritual development. So the background to it, it's named Seneca Athletics. It's named after my brother, Seneca Woods, who was a, uh, he hooped in Chicago. He was on the same AAU team as Ronnie Fields and Kevin Garnett and a few other guys. And um, mm. the, I, I guess you could say Chicago, after like the middle of high school, um, Chicago mm-hmm. got him. So, you know, I always try to, like some, most, some of my family is from New York, but most of my family is from Chicago. So I always try to communicate it to people. It's like that aren't from either places. Like Chicago and New York can take you to great places or it could capture you and take you to a bad place. It's oh, just absolutely. all about your interpretation of it. Um, so, you know, like my brother was doing shit that most people rap about and they don't really do. I always joke around and say my brother was like the real Chicago version of Pusha T. <laughs> 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 and then, you know, this, you know, the streets got him and then he got older. He switched, he changed his life around. And what he, when he changed his life around, his real big focus was on um, working with kids that work in communities where they don't have the most resources to be able to change their life around you know parents are working two jobs or they're in a single family home and they're either at home watching their brothers or sisters because their moms at work so my, my brother was living in minneapolis and he started a movement to try to get kids on buses and he would take them to big sports complexes and he would just have a camp for them basketball camp football camp baseball camps and then he would also have like young men workshops and then you know in the middle of him doing all this he was changing the community he was in touch with different sports teams up there. Um, middle of doing all that, sadly, he was murdered in 2017. And, oh, man. Uh, hit it, bro. So, yeah, man. Um, so we, you know, obviously going through the grieving process, um, I was just sitting one day, sitting at the house and thinking about him, and I was, you know, you know, there's, I always feel like in, in a sense of like how you control things in terms of grieving. You can either take the route of just staying sad or you can use that sadness and fuel it for something greater. And mm-hmm. my brother's favorite, favorite quote was be great. And like, Hey, little nigga go be great today. I don't want nobody saying that you <laughs> wasn't. So yeah. I just thought about that over and over and over again. And then I took advantage of it. And, um, I started Seneca athletics in honor of him. You know, it's the same concept, just carrying on his legacy of helping people. Um, we work with kids. We, we do mentorship for kids. Um, we do uh, a lot of things in the community in a sense of like trying to organize events, like sporting events to where people can come, they can network, they can be with each other. And it's not like an arm and a leg to go to it. You know, right. there's a lot of sports camps and like boot camps in the summer where people are just all about the profit. It's all, to me, it's all about people seeing each other and meeting people. And then, you know, cohesively as a group, like I always say, you ever notice how you work out better or you feel more accomplished when you do something as a group or you rather yeah, than do something by yourself. Um, like for me, for instance, like I used to be in the Navy and I hate running now by myself because I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. Like back in the Navy, I could run for miles because you go on these group runs, these pride runs and it's, and it's amazing. Right, you, can, yeah. you can't stop fucking running. And it's, Mostly it's because you don't want a motherfucker to be like, oh, he's he trailing behind, leave his facts. You know, facts. You know, you, you, facts. It, the the yeah. beauty of competition is that it fuels you to be greater than what you are. So, man, Seneca Athletics is really, it's a really huge part of me. Um, I always tell people that um, that are interested in 
either investing in, in us or sharing our brand with other people. I always tell them, um, you know, this didn't start from cl- me searching for clout. It didn't start from me searching for attention. I'm not saying a lot of other brands do that, but I only say it because this is a really big part of me and I'm very passionate about it. Um, this came from a stage of grieving and sadness and, you know, we're taking it to another level because we don't want anybody else to feel like that. So yeah, that's it. Man, that's dope, man. Salute to you, my brother. Salute to you. That's that's Appreciate awesome. It, that's amazing. Uh, I I love seeing people uh, give back to the community, um, put our, put ourselves on, put other people on, and uh, that's dope, man. Continue the great work and uh, rest in paradise, to big bro, man. For real. That's, Appreciate uh, it, man. It's a sad story. I'm glad that you are honoring his memory the best way you can, man. That's that's and that's the, and that's honestly that's the only way you can do, man. It's just honor. You know, when you lose somebody in your life that's important to you, uh, honor their memory by doing what they always had a vision for you to do. You know, like you said, exactly. be great. You know what I mean. So that's the best way that you can honor that individual is by doing what their vision of you was, which is to be great or be a great person or give back or help or whatever it is that that vision was, um, honoring them in that way. So, yeah, it's it's amazing. Man. That's a great, that's a great, great story. I, I love that, man. I really, really, really love that, man. So, yeah, much success to you. And we'll do everything on our end of things to, you know, make sure that that brand gets out there and that everybody can support it and do what they need to do. So 100. Pretty much appreciation, man. No doubt, man. No doubt, man. Just, you know, we, you know, we got to have our, we got to have our own backs. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we got to have us, you know what I mean? Because ain't nobody else going to put us on. So we got to put each other on. Exactly. We all we got. Exactly. Facts. Um, So let's move on a little bit. Uh, I would love to dig in more into it, obviously, with the abbreviated show. We don't, you know, we don't have time, but we we will again. We would definitely, we'll definitely get into it again uh, some other time. Um, Coronavirus, man. Uh, You know, it's, it's, it's. Not to not to not to talk not to talk, not to not discuss the uh, the elephant in the room the coronavirus uh, the, its effect on the world man um, I know we were talking offline uh, you know how it's just kind of affected both of us I mean you and I we both have kids you know wife jobs etc I mean it's just it's just had a, a huge massive effect on the world at large and look we're not going to sit here and debate you know. Is it is this a big deal? I mean, I, I've I've gotten into it with folks on Twitter. I've gotten into folks on at work. Like, you know, ah, this is is this not a big deal? It's a conspiracy. Yeah, we're not gonna do that here. Look, yeah, I'm not I'm not a fucking medical professional. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I, I don't I don't know enough about viruses to discuss with you. You know, it's 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 this and it's not that. I mean, I, I it's it's annoying, man, because I've literally been going through this all week. Like, oh well, well, more people die of the flu than they do. You know, oh, I'm like, it's not the flu though. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not the flu. Like, literally, it is not the flu. It is a totally different virus than the flu. While it has similar symptoms, it, it's not the flu. <laughs> It's yeah, like saying, I, I, you know, it's like that's like an MS breakout, and people are saying, "Well, more people die from diabetes." No, <laughs> well, diabetes is diabetes, and MS is MS. Like it's it's not the same thing. Like, yeah, I'm I sorry. Agree. Like, yeah. I I, uh, I had to change my approach with that with a lot of people, especially at work, um, like, and especially with clients that I have because I was I was trying to tell them like, here are the facts. Here are the facts about about disease that have similar symptoms, and I had to think about my approach and just try to change it to to say that like there are some there are some optimistic optimistic viewpoints to have from mm-hmm. it you know like especially with the whole uh like my 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 stance on it is i feel like it's not being communicated enough especially through the media that you know their the recovery rate for this thing is out is is crazy it, it's it's a yeah. it is a positive outlook 
Um, mm-hmm. However, for some folks, you know, that fall in that range of you know being older, um, people who are old and have respiratory issues, that that that's yeah. kind of sad, you know. And I and it's I, I I when I hear people say like, oh, you know, more people die from the flu, I I kind of get where they're coming from. It's just how it's delivered. That's just you, you can't do it like that. Because it comes off as insensitive and not really taking serious to the issue at hand. And I feel like it's because it's just older folks that are dying. So it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not taken as seriously, but like, like somebody's, I I forgot who said this. I I don't know if it was on Twitter or on TV, but I'm like, I like the older folks that I have in my life. So yeah, Yeah. you know, like I have aunts and uncles who, you know, are in their sixties and it's like, yeah, no, I don't. I kind of like them. I don't want them to get sick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I think anybody, like if there's one death from this thing, I I feel like we should take it seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Even even like I was reading, like like last night while I was at work, there was like the first case of, no, I'm sorry. They recorded the youngest case of a coronavirus was like, I think it was like a newborn in London. And like shit, like, like, obviously nothing, nothing happened to them yet. I don't, I don't think that was the last time I read the story. Hopefully not. But like that's heartbreaking, you know. Yeah. Like, I, and if somebody, you know, in that sense, was to hear that and they respond with, "All oh, well, you know, the flu kills more babies," and like, okay, motherfucker, like nobody gives a shit. Like, did, we're not talking. We're talking yeah. about this right now. We're talking about coronavirus, and you know, I like, people. I, I think that a lot of people aren't. They're not communicating that comparison the right way, and they're, they're being. Well, it's the me. It's the me. It's the media, man. I mean, look, and, and like I've yeah. always said, you know, look, it's twenty, it's twenty twenty. If you want to do some research, don't rely on the media. You know, do your own Back. research. Go on Google. Watch, you know, go on YouTube. Watch some of these documentaries. Watch some of these things. I mean, if you go on Google and type in coronavirus, you can find out a lot of shit that you never even knew about the coronavirus. That's what I've been doing. I've been trying to educate myself. Like, don't just rely on the media. Like, the media has their own agenda. They're about propaganda and they're about clicks and selling, selling the news essentially. Right. Selling advertising. So, like, why rely on the media? Like, the media is going to do what they're going to do. But you know what? It's it, you know, it's this is not 1980 anymore. We have an internet. You know, we have we have computers everywhere. Like, you have Google you everywhere. Have smartphones. You have smart. You have information at your fingertips. If you want to know, okay, what's the impacts of the coronavirus? Look it up. You know what I'm saying? It's not that difficult. Look it up. Like, I, I just, it, it just boggles my mind when people complain like, oh, well, the media is making this out to be. Then just don't rely on the media. If you're only, <laughs> if you only listen to CNN and NBC or whatever, like, then yeah, you would think this is the apocalypse and, and the world's oh, worst yeah. thing. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? And so, so don't rely on the media. Educate yourself. I, I, I'm sorry. I just have no tolerance for people like that, man. Yeah, man. And I have to tell like some older folks that I know, I was like, you need to stop watching the news. Like, just stop watching the news. I know you you, yeah. you you up there, but you got an iPhone. You can pull this shit up. You don't have to go to them. Go directly to, you know, the CDC site, the World Health Organization site. You can get all the information you need. I had to I had to let somebody fire off on somebody the other day. I was like, "Are you a doctor? Do you have a doctor's degree?" You shut right, the fuck right, off. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. the swine flu was worse, and uh, SARS was that like I, okay? That's great. That's wonderful. All of these, all of these viruses. There's, there's several. What? There's like a million viruses out there in the world that can, mm-hmm. that can, that can each of them kill us <laughs> at any given time or another. Like it doesn't. Yeah. So to try to compare one to the other, and then try to like, well, this one does this, and like, I'm not in that. I'm not a fucking medical professional. I don't, you know, I, I don't. I'm not an expert. I mean. And the whole thing of like, oh, well, they're taking it out of proportion, closing schools. I'm, I'm like, look, I'd rather be safe than to be sorry. 
I'd rather be in a situation where we look back on this and be like, yo, that was wild shit. Remember when they closed down all the schools and canceled everything? Yeah. Like, I'd rather look back at that, you know, kind of like, who we dodged a bullet, then, you know, some real, some shit hits the fan and then we looking back like, why didn't we do enough? Why didn't our government do it? I mean, the government isn't doing enough as it is. I mean, that's a whole another discussion for a whole other podcast. But, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we could critique this shit to, to the day is, you know, gone and back. But at the end of the day, look, I'd rather be safe than sorry. And look, and a lot of this is also, I, I'm a parent now. Like, so I'm, I, maybe I don't have that same cynical view of the world when I wasn't a parent. Like, I have kids now. Like, I'm, you know, I'm older. I'm more mature. Like, yeah, I like, and I like the older people in my life. Like, I don't like yeah. them. I don't want them to get sick. So, like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a little concerned about it. So, yeah. And, and not to mention, like, yo, I just had pneumonia two years ago. Like, and I know mm-hmm. pneumonia is not the same. It's not in the same, you know scope is this but like yo when you sick like that that changes your whole outlook about being oh, yeah. sick like, pneumonia yo, bro, like, is dangerous dog like yeah like that's what I'm like I was telling my wife I was like yo I don't wish that shit on anybody like pneumonia mm-hmm. is horrible and I, I lucky for me I had you know walking pneumonia and my, my shit was but I had fluid in my lungs I was sick I had you know I was I had lethargy I mean I lost weight like I had lost my appetite like yo yeah. pneumonia is nothing to play with and you know I, I after getting sick like that and I was I was I had pneumonia for good. Like I was dealing with it on and off for a good six, seven weeks. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like, oh, you take a couple medicine and you you take some. Now I fucked up and stopped taking my antibiotics. So that's that's part of the problem, too. But, Mm -hmm. you know, like I I was dealing with it for a good almost two months. And, you know, yeah, that changes your whole perspective on it. Like, yo, that could be me again. Like I could get sick again. Like, so, of course, like I, I feel like the more concern and the more, you know, proactive we are instead of reactionary the better so if it if it yeah. takes us being without sports for a few weeks and if it takes us you know working from home you know then yeah so be it and i know it's going to have a horrible impact on the economy i know that it's going to have a i mean we're already seeing it now i mean we talked offline about your job and you know possibly layoffs and stuff like that i mean i of course it's it's heartbreaking to hear that stuff i really do but you know i'd rather it be for this reason than you know some other bs reason you know what i'm saying exactly yeah. And I mean, you know, there's always a, 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 you know, positive note to this. Cause like, like you said, I'd rather be out here being super precautious, telling people, no, I'm not coming out the house. No, I'm only going out to, you know, for the necessities to go to work and just get the vital essentials. You know, later on we could joke about it. be like, Oh, you remember Devin asked and come out the house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah we absolutely. didn't know, but I'd rather hey, be alive. Like yeah. yeah, exactly. And you know, the, the the part about all of this that people are missing is that they're they're not getting enough information about the situation, so they're being naive about how they carry themselves every day. So yeah, yeah. so here in Chicago, this past week or this weekend, Saturday and Friday, because March seventeenth is during the week, the city celebrated St. Patrick's Day. Uh, right, they're celebrating it right now, and. I was like mesmerized, like going to work yesterday. And I was like seeing all these people just out, out and about in the bars, you know, at these like day functions, celebrating St. Patrick. I was like, y'all are like, y'all want natural selection to just take its course. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You cannot be this naive. And like, I was talking to one of my my homies at work and he was like, look at the demographic of most of them people. You think they have kids? And I was like, yeah, what's that got to do anything? But it goes back to what you were saying, Manny. It's like, you know, you when you have children, you kind, you look at a lot of things differently. You look at like how you carry yourself compared to 
how you carried yourself is like when you were just a single man. Yeah. Now you yeah. Have, you have you have a wife, you have children. You have to think about their safety before you think about your own safety. You have to think about their health and their well being before your own. So you can't go out. You can't you know just be mingling in a group of people at an overcrowded place thinking like oh no I'll be good. Like motherfucker, there's not a pandemic going on outside. <laughs> I mean, it's like yo, like. Look at what's going on in Europe. Look at Italy. Italy is not a third world country. I just got back from there. It's not a yeah. third world country. Like Italy is like they basically shut the entire country down because they just don't. They, the cases have been so severe and so the, the amount of them has just been crazy that they just don't. They don't even they, they're like they're having to choose between treating folks. You know, like I, I was reading this on the news. It's like they're basically, you know, hospitals in Italy are, are basically having to decide, like, if you're over the age of 80 and they basically can't save you, then they're just not treating you because it's just like they're getting people that are young now affected with it that they basically have to make a decision i mean it's like yo it's crazy like this is not a game okay yeah because and it's just typical american kind of like invincibility like oh i'm 30 yeah. and i'm healthy and i'm not gonna get it like it don't matter like you and i both know you can you can eat right you can sleep right you can drink you know you can you know, drink all the, the vitamins and proteins and everything and you still get sick it doesn't matter like shit is shit is look diseases viruses they're indiscriminate they don't care about your race they don't care about your skin color they don't care about you know your ethnicity they don't care if you're fat you're big you're small if you got abs if you got a fucking bad, like they don't care it doesn't it doesn't matter you know what i mean it, it does not matter you know, I, yeah, it's just frustrating, man, because it's, but it's like you said, it, it's, it's, you know, it's an American thing. I think I learned that specifically, like joining like the Navy and just traveling abroad. And I was just like seeing like how much I feel like we as a country just look at shit like, oh, no, we'll be good. <laughs> we yeah, we just it. take things for granted. We take simple we things straight. for granted. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we take, we take, you know, just like the the bare, like we just take like simple life things for granted. You know what I mean? And I and I seen the same thing with myself. Like just deploying and being in the army. Like you, same thing. Like you just you just don't appreciate things in life. Like as as Americans because we are so spoiled. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's just it's it's crazy, man. It's just frustrating because it's like, am I the only rational thinking person? Like, am I the only like you know? I can't be the only rational person, you know what I mean? And look, I, I'm I'm just as cynical as anybody else. I have my cynical ways sometimes about things. And, you know, I'll admit at first I was a little cynical about it. Like, ah, oh, it's not a big deal. But I mean, of course you start researching and you start reading the news, you know, you start watching the news and you start doing your own research. Like, yeah, this, this is not a game. Like, People are dying, man. Like it's not this is not a joke. I mean, you got you got billion dollar entities like the NBA, the NFL, I mean, all these sports leagues that are basically saying we're gonna hit the pause button. We're just not doing like you 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 think Adam Silver wanted to cancel the NBA season? Like or, or or to suspend the NBA season? No, that's that's billions of dollars of revenue that he's losing right now. Listen, like, they don't, even they're not doing was, this for shits and giggles. Exactly. And I was saying this to somebody the other day. I was like, if you're not taking this shit serious. You need to look at the way money moves. Look at the way money moves for something like the NCAA tournament. That tournament lasts for what, a month? Maybe shorter than that? Three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. And it generates like billions. Billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. Do you know how hard it is for these greedy motherfucking American business owners, investors, and the greedy entity that is the NCAA to be like, you know what? Cancel the whole fucking thing. Not postpone it. Cancel it. Yeah. 
that is how serious this is. If you don't think it's, if you don't think it's serious, then you know you you just don't want to believe it. It's a it's a choice. You're not looking at the facts of it, and like 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 you said, you think Adam Silver? It, well, you think Adam Silver had a lot of you know gall to stand on and be like, hey, I'm, my message to all of you owners, um, this is what I'm about to do. You know, it, it takes courage to to talk to speak up to these owners. Not not just courage. You have to have backing and backing behind that backing to be like, yo, this is what I'm doing, whether you like it or not. Because as we've seen in the past, these owners, especially NFL owners, they they, they could care less is if if it affects their care. bottom line. They yeah. they don't care. And yeah, you know, absolutely, people. I, I, it's in the, how naive people could be about it is 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 fascinating to me. It's not shocking. I, I won't say that, but it is fascinating. I know I shouldn't be shocked, but I, but you know, even for me, it's still shocking. Like, really, do we, do we still have, like, they still make you like, they just really make people like you still like, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy, bro. Because it's like, it feels like you're on an Island by yourself, like of rational thinking. Like, and look, yeah, I am, man. we're not saying basically go home and just eat canned foods and basically <laughs> sit in a bunker. Like, we're not saying that. We're, we're, like, no, I we're went out yesterday. That. My wife has gone out. We're not saying that. Just be precautionary. You know what I mean? Stay away from large crowds. Stay away from, you know, you know, do the common sense. Wash your hands. Make sure that you're drinking, you're, you're eating right, you're drinking right. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, you know, I, like, I, knew, I knew people that were going, yeah, what? And it's like, it's crazy that we basically have to tell people and emphasize, wash your hands. But it's like, Common sense is not so common. Like, I literally used the bathroom the other day at work. Dude, come in, do his thing, come out, don't even wash his hands. Like, really? Like, like a global pandemic is going on, and you don't even do a simple thing is just wash your fucking hands for five minutes. Like, it's it just, it, it, it it's it's mind-boggling. It really is it mind-boggling. Really is. And I know I shouldn't be shocked and shouldn't be surprised, but, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. And I, I, I hope that, you know, obviously I hope that, you know, this passes over soon and we can get back to not just, you know, sports, but our normal lives, you know, yeah. doing things that we we were used to doing. Um, but I do miss sports. I definitely do miss it, man. I, oh, I, no, no, I'm hurting, bro. I'm hurting, bro. Uh, like, I'm hurting, I've been bro. Seeing, I've been seeing these, uh, these tweets like all oh, day three without sports. <laughs> one, one, one cat was like, <laughs> I found out my favorite color is green. Y'all like that shit? <laughs> <laughs> no yeah for real dog like it's just like and and it's like I, I and i like i'm using it to catch up on old shows and movies that i haven't watched and stuff like that but dog i i am i am hurting for real though for real man but all we're just saying is just man be careful man be out there take you know be precautionary you know don't don't go out of your way to do stupid shit just just take it seriously you know what i mean not saying that you basically gotta live in fear and hunker down in a fucking bunker somewhere like no but just Common sense. If you have the opportunity, if you're blessed, and I should say that blessed, because some people are not blessed to have the opportunity to work from home. If you have the opportunity to work from home, take advantage of it. Absolutely. Like just, just common sense, man. That's all we're saying. That's all we're preaching. Common sense. And we're not a bunch of boomers. We're not a bunch of old motherfuckers. Just you know, you know, trying to preach to everybody. We're young folk. We young dudes. Like we, we yeah. millennials. Like yo, we're just trying to tell everybody, like yo, just take this shit seriously. You know what I mean? Don't be so cynical. Like yo, take it seriously. It, it's man i just it's mind-boggling like think like just the way you said that like just like just hearing you say that like wash your hands like i could hear myself saying it's like i say it in my dad voice like yo don't don't forget to wash your hands come on yeah. we've been through this yeah. like but we're talking yeah. to adults 
<laughs> adult yeah that's the scary that's the scary part yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy man it's, it's crazy uh let's move on though man uh so what do you think the nba should, is it, well i i i specifically asked the nba because they're nba and nhl because they're the teams they're the they're the leagues most farther along in their season as we obviously we know the ncaa is done for the year um at least the the winter spring sports um what should the nba do um, should they just resume the season as is when they get back, or should they just kind of, you know, just start from the play? Let's just let's just let's just play this out for a little bit. Um, let's just say at the end of you know, because there the hiatus is for thirty days. Adam Silver announced that, so that'll put us mm-hmm. back, you know, what the fifteenth of April sometime, which would have been yeah. the start of the playoffs to begin with, right? So, yeah, what do you think the NBA should do? Should they just come back and just resume the season as is, shorten the season, only play like 12 games and then the playoffs, or yeah, man, just I go think, right into the playoffs? I think that, you know, it really depends on, like, around that 28 to 27-day mark. And I think what Adam – I think, personally, I think what Adam Silver is going to look at is, like, how far along will this go into our normally scheduled offseason? Because I know mm-hmm. the NBA was talking about shortening the seasons to begin with because I'm one of the most exciting seasons was that lockout season because everybody was in a crunch to try to make sure that they won every game games were much more competitive um Mm -hmm. so they were already talking about it so it might be a benefit and a curse I mean I'm sorry it might be a gift or a curse you know either way you look at it but I think around that 27 or 28 day mark of the of this postponement personally I think that he you know Adam Silver would be inclined to shorten it after the postponement is done, even though obviously it'll affect the teams that are on the cusp of making the playoffs. Um, he has to think about how far this will run into the off season. Cause the off season is important, especially with their CBA and, you know, their mandatory recovery time between the end of the season and the start of the next season. That's, that's a dilemma that he is facing. And, you know, if he was to cancel the season, Man, I just don't know how that would go because I I do wonder what the situation is, you know, health wise with allowing them to just play in this in the you know in these empty stadiums. Um, I don't know what because I know I, probably with each city it's something different that the city or city ordinances says for you know it can only yeah, you're dealing with state laws together. and stuff like yeah 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 exactly. so that's probably um, the limit that he's facing too but. You know, with the NHL, the NHL. I was, I was, I was saying to somebody this the other day. The NHL has had a long history of having illnesses just sweep through locker rooms in the league. I think it's like a few years ago they had a, a case of like hand, foot, and mouth disease, but like they canceled a few games. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and I was just like, I was thinking to myself, it, it probably has something to do. Obviously, they play in a cold environment. Mm-hmm. You know, cold cold and you combine that with moisture you know that's a that's a home for bacteria and, and viruses to just mingle so for them it's probably it's probably even more difficult to make that decision but for adam silver i, I think his options are on the table there are some positive outlooks to it but man it would be i just can't see him canceling the season yeah, I mean, look, and we're being we're being honest with we're being generous with the thirty days. I mean, this may take longer, like you said. Uh, who knows? Yeah. I mean, this is totally uncharted territory. So there's no, 
there's no knowledge base to go off of. There's no situation yeah. where, you know what I'm saying? We have, we have this experience and we've done it in this situation. I mean, this is totally, this is, this is uncharted territory. So, I, but, but let's just play it out for the sake of this discussion and say that it is 30 days. I think this, I think the, I think the regular season as is, is done. Like I, I, I don't, I don't foresee I that happening. resuming the season. I mean, even if they come back, what, April 15th, I, what's the point? What do you, okay, what's the point of coming yeah. back and playing? You know, I think they were on like 60 games already or something like that. What's mm-hmm. the point of playing 20 other games? Like, it's the NBA. We know who's in the playoffs. We know the teams that are, I mean, it's going to suck for some of those teams that are, you know, like two, one or two games back of the eighth seed and seventh seed, especially like in the East and in the West. Like, but look, at this point, it is what it is. You know who's in the playoffs. You know who your, your playoff teams are. You know who your great teams are. Let's just get on with it. I, like I don't. I think the regular season, no matter what happens, I think the regular season we will not see a regular season uh, basketball game played again. That that's yeah. for sure. And I I can see um, that happening. I really could. Because as what, far as the, according to no, the schedule, it's supposed to be Saturday, April eighteenth, which is roughly like a few days. You know, if we were going off the schedule. It would be roughly mm-hmm. a few days before then. So it would be no, yeah, I could yeah. totally see him just, yeah. just saying, you yeah. know what, we're going to start right here. Or if anything, we're only going to play a handful more of these games. We're going to take a, like a, you know, two or three day break and then the playoffs are going to start. That's it. Yeah, I agree I with you. Totally I, I see that happening. Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, I just don't think it makes any much much sense to to resume. I mean, I think if I think had this happened in like January, February, I, I think you'd see the NBA season resume in some in some combination. But you know, it's being this close to April, I just feel like it, it, again being being generous on that timetable. If it comes back in thirty days or whatever, I definitely see um, just going on with the playoffs. Um, I, I don't see a point of resuming the season. And if and if this thing does go longer, you also have to factor in the Olympics. You know. I don't think the NBA is going to have in their best interest going to want to extend the season into July, August. And you got a lot of its players playing on USA basketball. So, I mean, I've, I've, like a lot of things are at play here. So I, I really so I think let's just say let's just say this goes into May and they resume in May. Then you're talking about shortening the playoffs. So, so maybe making the first round five games, maybe making the conference semis five games and then seven and seven for the conference finals and, and and finals. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of things on the table. I mean, I, right now it's even unfair to even have this conversation because we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we're just playing yeah. this out for conversation purposes, but we, yeah, we don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about, but I think you and me are both in agreement. So yeah, I think, uh, I think whatever happens, we're, we're not going to see the NBA in full as, as far as the regular season goes. Yeah, I don't think so. And especially with like the, you know, consideration of, uh, I mean, like, it's already, what, three players? Two, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and a guy who plays for the the Pistons. Uh, Christian Wood. Christian Wood, yeah. Yeah, so it's three people already. Luckily, they, they I think the, in the NBA handled that really well with that situation at OKC, um, where they just said, you know, nobody leaves. Yeah, they just shut it down. Okay. Yeah, shut it down. Absolutely. Um, so the, the, the NBA was really really did there i thought that was i thought that was really good like they did that shit fast and swift our politicians could learn a a lesson from that um listen let's commend the nba (laughs) man commend adam silver adam silver had a and he's had a rough year i mean the whole nba in china situation was not a good look for the league 
Um, obviously, the ratings being in decline, everything that's going on with there, the Kobe death. I mean, we're, we're still dealing with that. And then, yeah. you know, then this happens. I mean, but Adam Silver showed his, you know, showed his medal, man. I mean, you know, I, I was critical of him for the China thing, but, I, you know, I got to be honest. I got to be fair. I got to give him big ups for that. He handled it swiftly. You know, he did what a leader is supposed to do. He didn't, he didn't mess yeah, around. He didn't waste, he didn't any time around. Yeah, waste time. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. Um, so I agree with you. Yeah, definitely give him kudos and, and show some love to Adam Silver because he's had a rough year. Damn, he's had a rough year. <laughs> really rough year. Facts, I mean, man. and like, even with like, <laughs> he got grief for how he changed the all-star game format when he just agreed to let that happen. And then it ended up being pretty exciting. Listen, uh, I, if, as somebody who doesn't care about the all-star game at all, I, I was excited about it. I loved it. I thought the format was a, was a win. So yeah, it ended up working out. Cause I, I, was, I know I was saying to myself, I was like, all right, I get it. But there are a lot of people that aren't going to get this. <laughs> they don't you know because people are lazy you know they don't want to read they don't want to you know take the time to try to understand shit they just want it to be right there in front of them you know handed to them on the on a platter and so it ended up working out it ended up working out really well um yeah I, yeah i just man i just hope that obviously this is optimistic thinking i hope that everything is better and the nba can go back but if it starts off with the playoffs here's the one thing i think about it you're giving these guys 30 days and then maybe some odd change if they, you know, extend it again, you're giving them all this time mm-hmm. to rest and recover. This will be arguably the most competitive playoffs we have ever seen. Recovery is True. so, so important, man. And like you have yeah. all these guys that are on, you know, these, these teams that are just battered, you know, especially these teams that are trying to, you know, hold their position in the middle of their conference. You know, you're giving these guys extra time to recover, extra time to get ready. Oh, man. Yeah, it's only going to help. It's only going to help. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's only going to help. Absolutely. Um, And for the other sports, too. NHL, same thing. Baseball, you know, let's say, you know, let's say the MLB season doesn't get started till you know, May 1st. And then just just throwing that out there, like, yeah, I think it helps the season. I think it helps pitchers and and, and hitters. You you know, you're not going to have that grind. And I think the I think I think Major League Baseball, if it starts on May 1st, anything anything after April 15th for for MLB, I think they could I think they could probably squeeze in 162. They can cram it in. Um, if they start anything in May, I think you're going to see a shortened season in baseball as well. So yeah, it's it's yeah. it's it's going to be interesting, man. I, I, and again, we're being we're being totally optimistic with these dates. I mean, we don't know. I mean, we could be looking into deep in the summer, depending on how this goes. I mean, we don't know. We just don't know. So um, it, it's it's crazy to think about. Um, let's let's wrap it up with the CBA though, man, because uh, news just came down today that the uh, players' union and the NFL. Owners agreed to a new CBA to run to for ten years to twenty thirty. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to kind of look through it or whatever, poke your head in it or whatever. But yeah, um, I did. I was just uh, I was trying to understand the uh, the. So I know I know they were saying the league estimated that as much as an additional one hundred million will go to the players immediately. Yeah, they get a yeah they get a they get a larger cut of the revenue uh, the revenue pie. Um, so basically the, and I'm not going to bore you guys, you guys can go on Bleacher Report and read it, but basically the, the main gist is 17 game regular season starting, they really haven't put out a date when it's going to start. It's not starting in 2020. So this season's out of the question. Um, they said the earliest is 2021. So, um, 17 game regular season. So one extra game, one extra playoff team. Um, so that means one less team receives. So instead of getting the first two, you know, the one and the two seeds getting buys, it's only the one seed. 
which right. makes you know which makes getting that top seed overall even more important. Um, so that's kind of the main gist. And then of course you have a bunch of other like policy stuff like revenue sharing and, you know, you know, cutting down a preseason and, you know, mm-hmm. obviously the, the big highlight of everybody was talking about on Twitter was that now the NFL has removed weed off the banned substance list. So they will no longer test you that, which is, which is a huge bonus um, for, for a lot of players, obviously from a recovery standpoint. Um, yeah, so uh, what are your thoughts on it? Do you do you like this change? Uh, I, are you kind I, you of in the man, middle? What are you saying on it? So with the extra game, I just understand they took away a preseason game. So it took away it. I and again, I'm I haven't like skimmed through the entire thing. I know that they've they they have got, done away with an extra with a preseason game. So the preseason, I think now will only be three games. So they're yeah. they're they're adding that what would have been in that 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 fourth preseason game into the NFL regular season and making it 17 games. Yeah. Because I know every every player that I've ever seen on TV, former player I've ever met, they hate the damn preseason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, I mean the preseasons always hear them say that it should be dedicated to practice, to training, and you know, they can't stand it. And for some, some I think at most I, I think at most should be two. That at, at most I think there should yeah, be two pre- uh, preseason. I agree. I agree. And if anything, you know, they can have these like, you know, like these scrimmage practices with other teams. If they want to, like, yeah. you know, obviously coaches and, and general management, they need to be able to look at the team and see, okay, we have to cut this many guys. Who can we keep? Mm-hmm. You know, that is important. Mm-hmm. However, you know, it's, that shit should be no more than two games. It, it really is senseless. Um, but that marijuana thing is huge because now I'm, I wonder, you know, how many agents are going to go to the to the commissioner and be like, hey, well, are you going to retroactively take take away some of these punishments that you have for these players? I think about a guy like Josh Gordon. Like, yeah, even though I think Josh I might have some, it might be some mental things with him too because he he just could not stop. Like that, and that that shows that shows that he was really affected like emotionally by something that you know was creating a, a, an urge for him to go want to just you know, just want to go smoke weed. But, you know, I, I want I wonder what is going to happen with that. Like, I think there should, there should be some type of litigation or some type of, you know, some type of form of, you know, retroactively looking back and saying like, okay, this this suspension has been nullified. nullified. You're good to go. Because it's definitely well, not fair you're doing it now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's opening up a whole other Pandora's box. And that's, that. you know... I, I, I think what the NFL will do is I think they'll play coy on it. I think they'll be like, well, you know, I, we can't nullify a suspension in 2012 because weed was banned then. So we can't do that now. But, you know, going forward, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I, I think they'll find a way around it. Um, you know, but yeah, I, I agree with you. That's an interesting, that's an interesting um, dilemma there. I, I, I don't really like it. I don't like the extra game to me more. I, I to me, less is more uh, to me. 17 games is it's you're diluting your product as is. Um, I, I don't like that idea. Um, the extra playoff team, I really don't like that idea. Like, I, to me, there was nothing wrong with the NFL playoff system to begin with. So really why tinker was. with it and add and add another team? Now you're adding a seventh team in there that's you know is probably going to be some eight and eight team that doesn't deserve to be in the playoffs to begin with. I, I just I or seven don't and like nine, <laughs> right? Yeah, or even a seven, hell at, at this rate, even a six and ten team. You know who yeah. knows? I mean, shit. <laughs> the way it is right now, like you never know. But yeah, I, I just I don't like it. To me, it's just it's just a money gouge, and it just shows how weak these players these player unions are, especially the NFL. I mean, 
like the NFL play, players union is just a complete joke because I mean, because this was an unpopular, well, because this was an unpopular thing. The, the players, there was a lot of players. I mean, if you look at the vote total, this was not as a, you know, this wasn't an overwhelming vote. You know, th- this was, it was like what, a thousand something players that said yes and 900 or something that voted no. So this was very, very this was very divisive. It's, it's, it's insane, man. Like, I cannot get how these guys can't get together cohesively and pick somebody to properly represent them. Namora Smith is an idiot, first off. He's a moron, yeah. He don't know what the fuck he's doing. And it doesn't seem like any or much of the players like him. And yeah. I don't know if it's like, <laughs> like, like who he has pictures of to where he could just keep that job. Dog. But, you know, know. It, it's ridiculous. And the Richard owners like him. The owners like yeah, him. The owners like working with him. So yeah, that's the that's it basically. Richard Sherman alluded to this. He thought it was stupid all the way around. And yeah, you're right. It was a a thousand nineteen to nine hundred and fifty nine. That's a close ass vote. I mean, that's basically <laughs> split. Yeah, I, I, there has to be a a large group of players that are highly upset with this. I uh, think yeah, and, and notable players. Game notable players. Yeah, notable players. Yeah, absolutely. No, I I think it's dumb. I think all you you can't see. This is the problem I have with the NFL is the hypocrisy. You can't tell me that you're about player safety. You can't tell me it's about you know concussions and health and recovery. And then you're adding another game into the regular season. Like why, why? Look, I would even be okay. I would even be okay. Like don't add the seventeenth game and just add another play. I'd be okay with that. I don't like that either. But I would I'd be fine with adding the extra playoff team. But to add a 17th game to the regular season, and then you're adding an extra team, like it just to me, you're just diluting the product. You really it are. It really is. And then, and then, and then you can't. Out. And then you can't say. Yeah. Then you can't say it's about player safety. You just can't. You, you cannot can't. hold that narrative anymore. Bullshit. It really yeah. is. And then what you're seeing now is you're seeing a. You know, I mean, they're just going down the row. All these NFL teams releasing veterans that are under contract. So you have tens of millions scheduled salaries that will now turn to bullshit because, you know, they can do it under this new CBA, but you know, Hey, we're supposed to trust the NFL say that they're about the players. They're about player safety. And this new 11 year CBA is a good deal for the players. And it's bullshit. I mean, you're basically laying these guys off because you got a new, uh, an agreed contract. It's a joke. It's a joke, man. That's a joke. Uh, yeah, it, it's typical. Demore Smith, a, typical a, NFL. Pleasure. It's a bigger disaster than what it is but i but you know they did they use the perfect time the, they use the perfect climate to try to to get this shit done because right this isn't yep. going to be talked about enough that how bad this deal is um and i'm going to read through it some more but i i really do feel like this man this is this this sucks it's also i was reading when i was on my way home that i bear apparently they sack disability as well so all that shit that like the classic footballers like the hall of fame footballers tried to fight for in a sense of like guys that are suffering you know in their post nfl career like they're basically sacking much of that that benefit and like like you said you cannot say it's about player safety when it's absolute it's bullshit yeah I, i i don't like it I'm not a fan of it. All right, man. Look, we can do a whole nother episode trying to break it down, but yeah, we're going to get up out of here. Uh, Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Uh, before you go, man, just go ahead and plug your show and everything you got going on and anything coming up on According to Sources. Go ahead and plug it. Absolutely, man. You should follow us at uh, A2S at According to Sources. We are always uh, welcoming everybody. If you want to block us, you will have to get in line because we're blocked by many people, including Jason Whitlock. Um, you can, <laughs> you can uh, go ahead and follow us. It's at A2Sources on Twitter. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, be a part of history jump on us in like the, the wee hours and try to bash us for something that we said, a la Jason Whitlock. Um, also, we are probably on the ban list soon when the season starts back again from the Reinsdorf family because the Bulls are a joke. But uh, follow us. You could also follow Seneca Athletics on IG, oh. Facebook, and Twitter. Follow us, man. Reach out to us. If you have any questions about you're just general fitness, losing weight, gaining muscle, being a better athlete than what you are. If you just want to talk to somebody about locating and enhancing your internal greatness, holler at us. We're always open. Um, if you're trying to collab once the coronavirus goes away for good, we're all about it. Um, yeah, man, we are here and we hope that everybody is trying to locate the greatness that's already within you and enhance it and move forward. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Dev for being my guest this week on the podcast. We are going to get up out of here. As always, you can follow the show on Twitter at AGS Pod, on Instagram, AGS Podcast, Facebook, any given Sunday. And uh, follow me on Twitter at Emmanuel Brown, Facebook, Emmanuel Brown, Instagram, Emmanuel Brown, Snapchat, May Brown 15. You guys know the deal. Please, please, please be safe, everybody. Please be, don't be an idiot. Wash your hands. Yes. Yes. Take the precautions you've you've seen on the news and everything in general. And just please, 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 please just be smart. Just take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. You know, don't go to work if you don't have to or work from home if you're blessed to do so. Um, yeah, just be smart. So that's all we can say. Um, hopefully everybody takes care of themselves. We'll see you back next week with another episode of the podcast. For Devin, I'm Emmanuel Brown. We are out of here. Peace. Peace.